Welcome to That Comic Smell Podcast. With your hosts, David Robertson, Fernando Pons, Giuseppe Labutino, Mike Sadakat, and Tom Stewart. What's this one? Hummus. There are three hummuses. Oh, no, no, two hummuses and a salsa. Nice. Hey, 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 um, yeah, Mike has a list. Yeah. I think everybody has some sort of list of some sort. I've even just, got just a list in my head. head. That's what I was going to say. On the subject, you're probably going to our favourites. It was news to me about that last one in Dundee going. Oh, oh, yeah. so you said it. You said the mm. thing in that email. Yeah. And then between then and you mentioning it on that. Podcast and me listening to that podcast. Oh, yeah, I said I was going to I went in about. Two or three weeks ago, I think. Well, at the end, there were some really good bargains there. Yeah, I didn't go in at, at that point. I was completely on what would normally have cost me well over 150 maybe. Dude, you need to sit, put that in an email that that's going on, because I was completely unaware of it. You did. Like, I, I only found yeah. out in the last couple of days as well. You did let us know at one point, but I can't remember when it was. After um, it was closed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, it was, I think it was the day. No, it was the day. After you got all the good shit. No, no, it was before that because <laughs> I, I, I got all these. It was great. It was yeah. Sorry, mate. Either way, it's two two main shops closing in Dundee. Mm. Oh yeah, Black Hole, shop. within less than a year of each other mm. as well. Yeah. That's and like I said <clears throat> when I was on Awesome Comics. I mean, that's sad that this is meant to be the home yeah. of you know, the home of DC Thompson. Yep. The home of comics. And we've not even got a fucking comic book shop. We've got a water yeah. stands and a bunch of charity shops. Mm. Yep. That's it. What do you mean? Um, and you have the magazine section of Tesco's and Asda. Yeah. There has been a lot of other shops closed. <coughs> I was trying to find them all today because they did come up at the start of the year. There was um, at least four that I could get off the top of my head, but I couldn't actually get names of the shops, but there was at least four of them in the UK have closed their doors from January 1st. From January yeah. 1st? Yeah. It was literally like a week into a week into January and they weren't bothering to reopen. It was a case of like, that's it, we're, we can't reopen, we've had a restructure, we've thought about the new year ahead, we're shut. Is this but, just UK? Yeah. Oh, further afield, if you go further afield, one of the main shops in... New York, I think, if I remember rightly, um, after 35 years 
have been open has shut his doors. Like, oh, yeah, um, Mile High just shut. Yeah, Mile really? High Comics store. Yeah, they Mile had High. Massive yeah, I remember them being uh, advertised. They, yeah. They're always in advertisements, yeah. aren't they? Comics. Yeah. You look at Marvel Comics adverts yeah. Yeah. in the 80s yeah. and even late 70s they were one of the first ones to advertise yes. there was another one there was another one in America as well <coughs> well there's loads of them in America shop lots of them recently but there was one in America specifically they'd been open for 42 years somewhere out in Washington or something like that I think and that was at the end of last year uh, shuttered and it was no notice as well but it was a case of they just went can't bang. I think as a kid I probably dreamt of going to a comic shop like a mile high thinking yeah. fuck I wonder what that's like well, without the fuck, because I didn't know that word yet. <laughs> I don't, don't want to wow. start. I don't want to start on the downer note. No, the closers, the closers. Though, well, so. it's good to get them out of the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then speak about our fave <coughs> comic shops. Yeah. Definitely. Have you um, seen that video? Well, that is sad news. Bad and news. also, Forbidden Planet closing online. Yes. Oh. Are they? Yeah, they yes. closed their online store last year. Wow. They're not a physical store. That's no, odd, isn't it? No. Mm-hmm. No, they're just they're online, so they've got no online. Oh, right. Maybe the competition well, against Amazon. But there were, there were... eBay, probably. But there's mm. two... There were two Forbidden Planet websites. There was ForbiddenPlanet.co.uk mm. and ForbiddenPlanet.net or .com. Yeah. So they closed one of them. Yeah. It was international. I, I think it was the international yeah. they closed. Yeah. Because they were Forbidden Planet, Forbidden Planet International. For some reason, they had these two different websites. They fell out. Uh, the two founders fell out with each other. They were friends, and then they were not friends for a while. So. Yeah. That's why you've got Forbidden Planet and the Forbidden Planet International. And mm-hmm. sort of <coughs> they didn't split the shops evenly, but I think one of them got a couple of really profitable shops and the other got the rest. Yeah. I'm not sure how it kind of worked out, but they, uh, from what I've heard, they've not, they've not made <laughs> up since... It was one of the those two people from the planet is not as well either the owner or sold it to Titan Comics. Ah, right. I'm talking about years ago. Because <clears throat> um, yeah, certainly they had a store in you know in New York. Uh-huh. Oh, I've been there. Flagship store. That's on my list. And then they had the they have the different you know um, how you call it French fran- franchise. Yeah, um, franchise. In the UK, but I don't know that's. Anyway, that's just yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. I don't think so. they've ever opened one here. Well, they have one in Coventry, they have one in Leicester. Capital so. for what they're going to get back in it's terms just, of numbers, I think. It's just odd because they've got one in Aberdeen, yeah, Glasgow, yep. Edinburgh. Yep. But Aberdeen's uh, bigger, isn't it? Not much. And Dundee's got a larger influence, meaning more people have come <laughs> to the city centre than Aberdeen has more Aberdeen. comic book shops. Yeah, yeah. A lot more. Yeah. Everywhere there's more comic book shops in Dundee. There was another one. Asylum. There was another one opening, or uh, opened last year. I don't know if it's still there or not. Mm. Uh, some of, some of the ones that I wrote down, uh, like you've got Plan Nine, like in yeah, the UK. So you've got Plan Nine. You've got Orbital in London, Mega City in London. Mm. Oh, they've got a Forbidden Planet as well. Yeah, there's one. Um, there's the Mega Store. Well, these are your favourites. No, this is just comic shops in general oh. that have been down there. Um, there's Nash Comics in Devon. Uh, there's Kingdom Comics and Games in Kirkcaldy. There's a Little Shop of Heroes in Dunfermline. There's uh, which Little Shop of Heroes do the Dunfermline Comic Con as well. Um, We've got Big Dog Books in Perth, which yeah. I oh, yeah. still keep yeah. meaning to go oh. through there. Yeah, yeah, I've been a couple of times. Is it on yeah. again? Is it so, it's only 20 miles, isn't it? You're asking me. It's been a couple of times. I have no yeah. idea. Oh, 
I know where it is, but yeah. I couldn't tell you the same street as Pizza Hut. Really? It's that street where the art supply so, store is. The same street as Pizza Hut? Yeah. So you, got, you come out of Pizza Hut, yeah. left, cross the road, and you find the left side there. Alright, yeah. So I know Perth quite well. I've not so. been for a, a, a month or two, so. So that's it. Okay. There's, uh, there's cool. Deadhead in Edinburgh. There's also this science fiction bookshop. Mm-hmm. I've seen you saw that somebody said that. Oh, I've as well. Yeah. Well, that was the first one I went to. That's, oh, my, that's my great memories of comic shops. The first one I ever went to. Oh, right, okay. Was a, a day out to Edinburgh to find a comic shop. Right. And it was um, it was with Neil. Uh, my mate right. Neil, who sadly just passed away recently. God bless him. Oh, oh, sorry to hear that. But good memories of, in the late 80s, going through with him on the bus and looking for the science fiction bookshop <laughs> and going up the... Uh, up the street, we seemed to walk for miles and miles trying to find it. What was it? It was North North Cross Causeway or something, or South Cross Causeway. But it was a great shop, mm-hmm. and I still remember going in because the idea of a comic shop was like a fabled thing in my mind. Because mm-hmm. you were used to, you would go in the newsagents, and there was like <coughs> 20 comics in a pile or something, you know. Yeah. And this was a shop full of them, and it really was at that time. All the junk hadn't come in yet, yeah, it wasn't yeah, full yeah. of toys and all that. And I can still picture myself going in and looking in the wall and it was just covered. I mean, the whole wall was covered in comics and, and I just stood there. I think I just went in and went slap jawed and stood there for like 10 minutes staring. Yeah, it was great. It was that thing though. If you we ever, spent the whole day there, you know. Yeah. If you ever go any place though, the first thing you look Are you going to buy that? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he never got that. He never did that. We went over and I still remember talking to the guy for ages and we, we just threw loads of questions at him and he was do- he was answering the... At the time, I had a real thing for, you know, the Marvel-DC crossovers. Mm-hmm. I really liked them. Al-Gun? 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 that's before oh, no, that. Ah, oh, okay. That was... Uh, like when they did Superman, Spider-Man. Yeah. And, and, I, and I mentioned that to him and I said, oh, I'd like to get the Batman-Hulk one. And he went... I'm sure we've got that through the back, and then went, oh, and he went away and dug through, you know, and brought it out, and it's one of these treasury editions, yeah, you know, it's huge. And he says, oh, and I was like, oh, of course, in my mind, I thought this was fabled treasure, you know, unbelievable. I remember saying, oh, how much do you want for that? And he went, oh, just cover price. I mean, at that time, it was like eight years old, you know, so it was like, to me, it was like, it was impossible to get these things, you know, and there it was, and he wanted like, whatever, two quid for it. Oh my God. And so, I mean, I walked out with like a bags full and it, so you can see that my, my, gosh. my memory of that shop is very positive, you know. Yeah, yeah. well that's good that you had, that was your first Yeah, it was great. Morning. And every time I went the back, the guy took time to speak to you mm-hmm. and, and they also had, the um, they had like uh, Star Wars books and things like that, like old, 10 year old Star Wars books, you know, that were had on the shelves. I'm like, wow, it was, it was kind of funny. You were like... That was, yeah. that was a different one I was thinking of then, because there is a science fiction bookshop that sells comics as well. It's in Edinburgh, but it's right. it's a bit newer. Well, the science fiction bookshop ended up getting bought over, like, two or three years later. In fact, it had maybe even been bought over, but they kept the name science fiction bookshop, but Forbidden Planet bought it. All right. And they... Uh, they ended up moving to another place mm-hmm. and then they changed the name, Forbidden Planet now. You know, I can still go past that where that shop was and sort of look and go, 
oh, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, th- the thing was, it, it, they did a signing with Chris Claremont, but I mean, I, I wasn't there. But then he liked the shop and he put it in the X-Men. It's in the X-Men Brilliant. comic, so yeah. maybe you'll remember the story. Yeah. Colossus is in Edinburgh. Yes. And he goes to and he's sitting outside the science fiction <laughs> That's it, that's the one. And it was that shop. And he's obviously sat with a photo and drew the shop. Oh my gosh. So it was to me that was the next I amazing wonder thing. If that was like why it was there or Yeah. Because oh, yes. I went specifically and I thought yeah. magic in Okay. Yeah. And yes. recently when Last summer, so I read those yeah. comics. I thought, yeah, they are here. And what's that uh, shop? I need to investigate that. I never yeah. kind of went to it. Mm. And now I know. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. amazing. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, so very, very. I could think about that that, that shop forever. I, I mean, I still. I've got to be on your one. Was that on your one of your faves tonight that you were going to talk about? Well, that's the that's yeah that's, that's the main one. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that Should must have be. been like fifteen or something. And I remember, some of the things I remember that were out was the last issue of Watchmen was there and uh, the Star Wars Black Thought, the 3D series, 1987, had on the 10th anniversary. The Justice League uh, 7, you know, that was a double issue. And and if you remember, it had been called Justice League. And then the first set, and then it went international. And so I, I was up buying from newsagents in Dundee. I was, it was up to about issue three, and I was thinking this was great. Then I went through there, and they had number seven, you know, because they were a bit ahead. And this <laughs> thing was called Justice League International <laughs> Seven, and I looked at it and went, well, "What's this?" And I bought it. And it turned out that issue never ma- actually made it to the newsagents. <laughs> you know, whenever, so whenever, you were lucky to get yeah, it. Yeah, I was. Whenever. Whenever they had so double terrible. issues or, or, or any, but in those days, any limited series, uh, like Secret Wars or any of these things. Secret Wars. And annuals, any annuals or things like that, they never made it to the, the regular shops. So that was a great thing about going to the comic shops as well. Oh, I bet you spent every single penny you had except oh, for I what did. you needed to get back. Yeah, mm. I did. And you know, because it was. How much just was that in that? How, how much did you have? Did you have like 10 or 20? Something like that. It was like 12, 13 quid or something, you know. Just not enough. Though, Probably like, oof. And, and my mate, my other mate, Steve, that went through, he uh, he had more money than me. He, he had 20 quid. And then he got in a taxi and found a tenner. So he had like 30 quid, and I only had like 12. And I still hold it against him and hate him for it. Oh. And he bought loads. He, he used to be a Ghost Rider and uh, X-Men as well. Fantastic Four. I bought, um, uh, do you know, this is probably boring to le- think of all the things <coughs> I bought, but I remember <laughs> no, no, I bought no, the, the, la- the latest new X-Men annual, and it was, uh, I had a real thing about Captain Britain as well. Yes. And at that point, he, he was starting to come into the American comic. Chris Claremont was using yes. him, and he was in the X-Men annual, and it was drawn by Alan Davis as well, so it looked right. That's what Captain Britain looked like, and it was um, it was a Wolverine. Uh, it was in it, and all of them. Oh yeah, it. It when Britain. is that the one that there's this this alien guy? Yeah, who has this gem, magic gem. He's able to do things to their minds or something. Yeah. Yeah. And 
Anyway, it was just I was yeah, that was a that yeah. was a cool one. You know, I I just it doesn't make any sense, but I do sometimes wish I could go back to that shop, you know, and and, and be that have that really experience again. It was so good, you know. But I still get a wee buzz of going to a, a comic shop now to see what it's like, you know, and see what they've got. It's, it's good. I like it. Whenever I go somewhere, I want to find out what comic shops I've got. Yeah. Yeah. I, Before I, I go. First thing I do. Yeah. Yeah. Anywhere, if I go on holidays or anything like that, or I visit other places, Yeah. That's. I always look into comic book shops and yeah. any there. Yes, yes. no. And if it's no, you think, well, what good enough for you? So I visited York years ago <laughs> and... There are, there's a comic book shop, there's a travelling mm. man, let's visit it. Travelling well, man, yeah. Travelling man in Manchester. Lovely little shop there in York, that was nice. In York and in Manchester. Yeah, yeah, I haven't been able to be in Manchester, but yeah. I, I went, went to, I went to Manchester. Yeah, yeah. In fact, there's a thing. Well, in Manchester, Manchester as well. Yeah. It's kind of northern. I used to go to yeah. no, Manchester, powers. sort of late, late there's 90s. Also, there's also OK Comics in Leeds. That's a police. <laughs> I'm just saying them. There is, yeah. Yeah. So sorry, but the the man the, I used to go to Manchester in the uh, late nineties regularly for a few years, and there was this one street and it and it had Forbidden Planet, and then it also had from other shop on it, and then I went the block, the record shop. Do you know they had a lot of record shops on that street as well, and and the Dry Bar shop. that's on that street, yeah, Oldham Street, yeah, that's it, Oldham Street, and I went back a, a year or two ago and thought. I wonder Athletes if the comic shop is still there. Yeah. And I went back, and not only were the both still there, there was another one as well, Travelling Man. Yeah. And I thought, wow, there's even That's more. That's kind of off it. Yes, exactly. So that was great. Mm-hmm. Well done. <clears throat> it's funny you mentioned about going away places, because that was the first thing we did when we went to Amsterdam, mm. was I went on the phone and looked up every available comic shop mm. within the area that I could get to. Yeah. And so there was a specific day where my other half just went, right, I'm going to chill out. You go away in the town and go and cover all the shops. Magic. The, the comic shops are fit. I'm just going to chill out. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I got on, the, on the push bike, got myself right into the centre of town and just went from there. Right, and Oh, it was perfect. It was absolutely brilliant. Um, so, visited Henk first. Yeah. Um, which was good. It was all right. Henk's so all right, good. yeah. I didn't get anything. Um... I thought you quite liked it because they've got quite a lot of that. Uh, what what are them things called that you like them squaring off off face? I've got. I've only got what they call two. Uh, pop minors. Yeah, they've, <coughs> they've got that kind of thing. Yeah. A lot. Of they've that got a bunch of like busts and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, Hank's more sort of. It's a, Hank is a bit of a mess. It's all right when you go in, but the as soon as you go down the stairs and into the yeah back bit, the back bit. It's just kind of everywhere. You've yeah. got all the, the translated stuff just fucking everywhere. So yeah. you've got Slice of Life comics in amongst like Marvel and DC, but they're all just kind of shoved in the shelf and you've got to really dig and go about stuff. And then they've got a kind of wee organised bit of like, here's some discounted stuff kind of yeah. if you want it. Um, so it was okay. It was, it was a good look about. I say I didn't get anything. I did get something. I got uh, one small press... Um, like Dutch book or something like that that I couldn't read this right yeah um, there's also CIA imports which was on the back issue place I think there was two of them as well I think they weren't too far from each other 
but it was just long boxes. As soon as you go in, it's just long boxes everywhere, long boxes downstairs. Mm -hmm. They're all sorted into all the different companies, and there was one case of figurines, and that was it. You know what I mean? It's just very box standard. No music playing, get in. Oh, I've yeah. not even heard that place. Yeah, it's right across, right across from Hank, one of them. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. Fuck. Um, and the other one, obviously, was Lambic. Oh, yeah. oh Lambic. Which yeah. that was just something else. Mm. That shop is so organised. It's unbelievable. Um, and the guy well, is he's just... not even finished organising it, that downstairs bit. He's still... I know, still I know. Stuff coming from the old shop. <clears throat> and, the, and the guy's so helpful, though. You go in and just say, this is the kind of things that I'm looking for. Don't know if you can help me. And he just comes with this mass of stuff and just goes to corners of the shop and looks in places you wouldn't even think to and goes, right, there's that, there's that, you know. I went in and said, I'm kind of looking for something a bit more small press, but in the same kind of vein as, like, Derf. And he went, all right. And he just disappeared and brought all this stuff back and went, this is kind of what you're looking for, but if you want something a bit more, I've got this big coffee table book if you're willing to spend a bit more money. There's a Dutch version if you don't mind if it's not translated. <coughs> Jesus. He's so good, so knowledgeable. And obviously he gave me that wee Chris Ware mm, thing away as well. And he gave me another one yeah. because I said uh, I wanted to get one for you. So. Nice. Um, but yeah, he was brilliant. And he does He does have like a, his whole racks of independent small press stuff as well so obviously everybody from Amsterdam is just going to him and going put this in the shop you know and he's just putting them straight in and he's got a good sort of catalogue to each one and each one's priced and everything if he doesn't have a price on it he's got a price on a book and stuff like that it's amazing absolutely amazing but that was when you mentioned that trying to find a place when you go to it it was just like straight away first thing you do when we're going on holiday yeah. where are we going? okay all right. <laughs> Oh, where's the, where's the where's the where we're staying? How far is that from? Right. Okay. Well, no, yeah, that's uh, that's exactly what I do. That's yeah. I mean, when I was in Madrid in October, that's I plan. First yeah. thing I had to look. Where is the hotel? Okay. So what kind of books are close by? Excellent. That's it. Once I how, how many has Madrid got? There is actually easy in the center a, a couple of dozens. A couple of dozen comic shops. Yeah. Or places where you can buy comics. That's a lot. Where I was in Gravia, I turned around and just in the back streets I visit one, two, three, four. There were four open and another two, they were open slightly later. That morning, you need two weeks holiday just for and that. that. And that was just <laughs> kind of at the back of the hotel, and surrounded there were many more. I mean, not all of them will be just a specialized uh, comic book shops, some of them also sell, I don't know, for example, uh, they do figurines, and figurines or memorabilia, memorabilia or role uh, games, or oh, they, yeah, maybe yeah. they do role games and they will also do comics. You know, there's always. Yeah, but that's you mentioned that because I always found whenever I was in a new town, I've I've been caught. Um, not, oh God, I've been I've been fooled more than once when I've walked past a shop <laughs> thinking it was a comic shop, but then upon closer inspection, I'm like, then, oh, oh no, it's a fucking whatever. gaming shop, whatever, yeah, like right, Warhammer yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, right, right. And I'm like, oh shit, because <clears throat> there's a certain similarity from afar until you go in and go right detail. Yeah. No. And then you're like, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm like, oh. I'm like if I go in there, they'll know I'm not one of them, and 
you know, it's it's just yeah. But the shops now with Spider Man and the Hulk and Batman on their cover, their walls, you'll go in and expect to see comics, and it's all stuff like T-shirts and models yeah. and cups and uh, that shop by for the Yeah, yeah, that's one of them. I expected that to have at least and something. Pushing in on the heroes. <laughs> But see the see the other science fiction book place you're meaning. Is that the one that's down by Greyfriars Bobby? Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, they have like uh, uh, exotic cuddly toys. I, I bought my mum a giant sloth cuddly toy from there. They've got all sorts of uh, odd things, but they've got technical books. Uh, so they have good. animation and comics and like concept art for them. The, they are they are strictly sci-fi. So the comics yeah. that are in them are like sci-fi based. It's sci-fi and fantasy, so there'll be like sci-fi and fantasy stuff. So you'll get like your Game of Thrones type books, and you mm. you also get like your D and D dinosaurs, such a history well. comic. But they're they're really good. Mm. Yeah, I think they're good. And yeah. across from there, there used to be a, an actual comic book shop. Yes, but I think he <coughs> moved. Deadhead. Deadhead. Ah, yes, the one. Oh, Deadhead. Yeah. So I do have some He's comic places I've from been from to, to but I'm not putting the names in a lot of these establishments on. Right, Deadhead. He's not that far from. Forbidden Planet. It's much smaller than that. It is, yeah, it is very small. I mean, it's, it's a good shop. I mean, that was the only place I was able to get the seats. I wonder if I've been there. Is it all white inside? Is it like halfway up a hill? No, 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 no. It's down the street. It's right across from quite a, quite a sort of big pub. Yes. An outdoor sort of pub. Previously, it was all dark. It was pretty dark inside. It's Even the window was quite kind of wooden. It's very well set out. <laughs> Don't get us wrong. I'm always disappointed with Forbidden Planet Edinburgh. Always. Right. I really like Forbidden Planet Glasgow. I uh, haven't been enough to Aberdeen to to say, but Aberdeen. Is, oh, Aberdeen I, I, yeah. I like I like Aberdeen. I mean, yeah. if yeah. you tell me all, you know, a day out and I can be good some comic book shops close by, yeah. Aberdeen is ideal. Plan Plan Nine's great. Because yeah, they're all really Forbidden nice, Planet. Yeah. So if there's certain graphic novels you're looking for, they have a big selection of graphic novels, and it's everything three for two, and it works out quite competitive price actually when they do that. Okay. But you're talking a three for two, so yeah, obviously okay. it works out quite competitive from that. And then they also have always a sale boxes upstairs, okay. <clears throat> and they have a big selection of also single issues. Mm. Plus all the, any other paraphernalia, that's what you're interested in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that one I always visit when I'm in yeah. Berlin. And Plan 9 is probably my favourite one. Yeah. The, the ones I go I've always wanted regularly. to go back since we all went together. And with Plan 9, you got the yeah. two. I missed out on that. With Plan 9 and Berlin, the two owners are very approachable. You know, through, but you always have a wee bit of a chat with them. Mm -hmm. They do have a big selection of back issue comics, they, they do. do have a big selection of sale comics. Which is the one with the massive basement. With comics. Asylum. That's Asylum. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I like that kind of place. Yeah. Plan 9, I, I always enjoy to go there. <coughs> from the ones that I kind of visit regularly, that's probably my favourite one here in the UK. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, it's really good. I haven't been able to visit Glasgow in a long time, so... But yeah, I do like Forbidden Planet Glasgow. I always like that mm -hmm. place. I think they get the folks in there are always really nice. Is that on Buchanan Street? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Next yeah. to the Donald Durr statue. Right. And they do yeah. have lots and lots of stock. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, yeah, it's very tidy, but it's 
Yeah. 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 That's the thing I find is a flaw. It's not that big area wise. It's like a corner shop. Yeah, yeah. But it goes really far back. <laughs> but that thing that you're on about about the walls of com- the wall of comics and coming in slack jaw. Forbidden Planet Glasgow was my first experience of that because you come in on that right hand side, it's all the new yeah, issues. That's right. Yeah. I came in, yeah. Oh my god, like just absolutely slack jawed. And then obviously, you do the ring round, and then you've got walls and walls of figurines. Now, being a kid going into that and seeing all of these figurines in the boxes, <laughs> you're going, Jesus. And that was at the height of like, the first time I went in there, it was the height of like Todd McFarlane Spawn and all the big figures with all the wee bits and yeah. everything. I'm like, Wow. Yeah, it's just great. It's because they yeah, put it so high as well for yeah, kids so coming into that. They're just like, that's there is There is a lot of stuff. They, yeah. they hold it. I mean, they are very clever how they put it in. Yeah. They've done it for years because they have a limited space yes. in that show. But the amount of stuff they have mm-hmm. and they've always got immense. Stuff, they've always got stuff in the back as well, if you yes. ask. They always say, oh yeah, I'm going to have a look two minutes. So and yeah. they're, they're quite good at putting sort of feature... Like, sort of a feature artist bit or whatever, they've got like sections with that in it, or you know, it's uh, women's month, so they'll put like favorite female creators and stuff like that in one section and all this kind of stuff. It's really, I think, they do a good job. And then Forbidden Planet gets a bad name sometimes, I think, and you know, they're still one of the main I have been disappointed, I have been disappointed the last couple of times we said for Embra. Yeah, Aberdeen, the last time I was, it was quite good, I got a few things on the sale. In January, and then Plan Nine is always it never disappoints because I always I there's always stuff, there's always stuff I like, there's always stuff I'm looking for. Well, they always do that thing of here's boxes of thousands of old comics, you know, fifty pence each. Yeah, that's yeah. okay. Right, that's good. Game on. That's good. Let's go. I'll go with that. Enough, that. You yeah. put that thing out there. You spend an hour looking for. Yeah. You go like a big pile of comics, and you yeah. go. Nice. Happy days. Mm, yeah, big smell. <laughs> smell. Yeah, it has to smell this. Oh, there you are. Another <laughs> take in the box. I think um, <laughs> Plan Nine's got a kind of similar setup to Orbital in London. I would say. Yes. Very similar. Yeah. That sort of idea. I can't remember it. Orbital's good. With Orbital, I like what Orbital does, especially being in London, a big city. So it's approachable for everyone because yeah. you come in and you have your independent stuff, but further in. Further down, you have all your collectors and back issues. Mm-hmm. You have your sale, you have your graphic novels. Also, they have this room at the left-hand side where they do art and do for kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's comics and graphic novels for kids. Fantastic idea. Yeah. Because you want to make approachable mm-hmm. to new readers. Yeah, and that's, exactly. that's the problem. There's, there's a limited amount of, of readership. Yeah. We're not talking about when comics, when, for example... Dave and I, we were 10 year old. Yeah, where, everyone wanted them, didn't they? <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. You would go to your news agents, there would be 20, 30 titles that are available, you could get anything. You know, I mean, in Spain, you could go and you had everything and anything. You yeah. could buy tons and tons and tons of stuff. Was that same on the Franco as well? Well, I'm with Franco now. No. Was a, with Franco, you had the Spanish All produced the... comics and you get some things coming from other countries, perhaps like. Don Mickey, which is the Topolino, right. which is the Walt Disney, Carl okay, Bax, yeah. kind of style of Walt Disney comics. Mm. Um, so it was after that that the, yeah. the yeah, news yeah, agents yeah. were able to... Well, and the news agents started to... Because you, you always had comics in Spain. There's always yeah. been produced, a big production of comics and magazines. And then in the late 70s, you started to see 
superhero comics from Marvel, edited terribly, <laughs> in black and white, missing pages, you know, translations were horrible. But that was the only thing you were able to get. And then you get Bruguera, who used to publish Spanish magazines and comics, and then they started to publish these pocket books, about 100 pages each, and they had four, five, six issues from America, different collections, not necessarily chronological. Yeah. Edited, uh, or published, I mean, but that was the only thing you had available, mm -hmm. and it wasn't until really Comics Forum that they came in in the 80s, in the mid 80s, and that's those are the ones that actually kind of started to publish Marvel yeah. and in a quite decent way chronologically and following, you know, more the publisher's idea. And at that time, Marvel was. And the 80s, it started to publish all their stuff, yeah. like Walter's, uh, Thor's, Walter Simonson, mm. Simonson Thor, you had the Iron Man with uh, Bob Layton, Michelini, John Romita Jr., you had uh, John Byrne in the Fantastic Four, they started to publish the Uncanny X-Men, Chris Kleiman, Dave Cockrum at that time, because Byrne already left. So you had all these, suddenly all these big things coming. Mm. And then... A year, a few years later, they appeared this other company publishing the DC comics. And they started with uh, Teen Titans, with mm. Mark Wolfman and George Perez. There was The Flash, um, uh, Carmen Infantino. Um, Carmen. Or Carmine Infantino. <laughs> uh, there was uh, other, the, the Superman, uh, I think it was, uh, uh, what was Rosandro, no, it's not Rosandro, isn't it? Superman, no. Um, um, the Superman with um, Garcia Lopez and what other artists that were at that time? That's Garcia Lopez. <sighs> all the busy stuff. <laughs> I wondered who's that. Uh, but anyway, there were all this stuff coming in. And they started to appear in, in Spain in agents, and more and more stuff coming from outside came in. And so you would go to the news agents, and it was plenty. You go, you go all your Spanish comics, you go yeah. superheroes from Marvel, you DC, you go European stuff. Yeah. You had a huge choice. Every Friday, mm -hmm. I used to go with a colleague from school, we used to go together, mm -hmm. and we just go our little round the town. Go to different news agents. Oh, we'll go here because here we can get Batman and the Outsiders. Yeah. Oh, we go over there so we can get the Excalibur. Oh, we go there, we get the X Men. But there were some <laughs> of the best times. And that yeah. was it. Yeah. And that was, yeah. that was, that's something you, it oh, stacks yeah. in your mind, you know? <clears throat> you so the earliest places where I got comics weren't really comics. Oh, yeah, school shops. What's Friday? A school bag, money in your pocket. Comics. Let's go. Yeah, oh, so I got a list. Oh, is, this is due to arrive. This is due to arrive. Okay, let's go. Had some as well. Yeah, so yeah. Done anymore. But it was like second-hand bookshops in markets yeah. that also happened to have markets. a couple of boxes of... Uh, I mean, the market's still there. Yeah. It's fucking weird that in Scotland there aren't markets. Fresh food markets. It's weird. Oh, yeah. Like the shittiest little towns in fucking England even have one. Yeah. It's weird. But yeah, in that kind of place, in a more vibrant... Imagine a more vibrant Keeler. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it'd, like, it'd be a second-hand bookshop in there, but, there used to but be they'd have a couple of boxes of, of second-hand comics. Yeah, but the Keeler Centre used to be like that. Yeah, the Keeler Centre used to have fresh fruit and everything as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah used to be fresh shops and everything. Every one of them was, had something yeah. in it. Yeah, the only thing that's still the same 
from when it was there is that army guy that's there. He's, he's been there forever, but everything else that's in there is totally different. Actually, it's his son who runs it now. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> that news agents is still there, is it? That's all. There's a news agent. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They, they do. That's been done. been done up since. Is it? Yeah, yeah. That used to be the place that you would go to after Christmas. Yeah. <coughs> because the the I like these tactical maneuvers. Well, <laughs> the annuals, <laughs> the annuals, the hardback annuals were great, but they were expensive at the mm -hmm. time, you know. And then it was like after Christmas they were half price. Ah, yeah. And then like the week after it was like half price again. So you saved all your Christmas money if you got some Christmas yeah. money. Well, in a way to... you wanted it for Christmas because maybe they used to. What, the money to... or the annuals? Well, you wanted the annuals because there was a chance they wouldn't be there. They used to sell yeah. up, you know? It was a risk of it, but it then you, could, you might get double what you would get. I think that's good. And what I remember in that shop in the Keeler was they used to just have them face down on the floor, the yeah. annuals, yes, and there were loads of them. Yeah. And so you would go and like, what have they got? Oh yes, there's, you know, Spider-Man or At whatever. The bottom. <laughs> yeah. So good, I still think of that every time I go past that shop. Hmm. I used to get stuff picked up from that, because my, my dad used to work on the bins, so you would go in and you would buy his quarter of sherbet lemons, yeah. and go, what have we got? And yeah, you'd have a look on the floor yeah. and pick something up. That's usually where I got my commandos from, isn't it? Oh, nice. Yeah. What's some of, some, what's some of, um, People's favourite comic shops that they've been to over the years. Uh, in Barcelona. Continuará. Oh no. Uh, no, I prefer Universal. Universal. <coughs> <coughs> okay. um, the Hatarai makes you get you get a lot of American stuff that's been translated. At it. And published in Spain, mm. you get a lot of European, you get a lot of Spanish. There's a huge selection um, from mm -hmm. graphic novels, single issues. Uh, they have at the back there's a room with a lot of back issues and graphic novels and albums and sale stuff as well. There's always stuff reduced. Um, I place an order with them online every year in the summer. Right. Just before I'm going to Menorca. Oh, that's so when, yes, yeah, so yeah. when they when I arrive to Menorca, the packet, the parcel has arrived. Yeah. <laughs> so I order online. Where is it in Barcelona? <coughs> Paseo Sant Antoni, Sant Antoni Market. You know. Oh the, yeah, the big covered one. Yeah. Well, there is like a, a street. Yeah. Just connected there, so it's one of them. That's where it is. It's not. It's not. It's in the center. It's not that far. Yeah, yeah. But that's that's one of my favorite ones there. Um, and in Madrid, I have to say Electra Comics, which I was there uh, just last year and really enjoyed visit that. I'm assuming it's named after the comic character. Uh, yes. Just yes. like I spotted a character yes. name there. Electra. Yeah. Electra Comics in Madrid. Yes. Um, and, and the owner, he's very knowledgeable. He's been doing this for decades. Uh, the members of his staff are always really good, uh, really helpful. Um, and again, they always keep it tiptoe. And there's no nonsense, you know. Once they have a lot of stock that they can't move, they just it goes to the sale boxes. Mm -hmm. There's you can spend hours looking through the sale. There's always bargains they have to get. You recognise the staff because they're all wearing red ninja uniforms. <laughs> hey, no. <laughs> <laughs> Sadly, no. <laughs> Damn. 
But no, uh, so yeah, that's probably... Yeah. And because of the place, I years and years ago when I visited New York, I visited Midtown Comics. Ah, nice. Uh, so yeah, that was nice to visit there and well, a couple of bits and bobs. Yeah, that was good. Is Midtown still open? No idea. I'm talking about... Yeah, I want to see it as well, but I don't and know. years that was yeah. pre Mari, no, that was uh, pre children and everything, right? Okay, uh, I was in New York in 2003 and I got to, I, I wandered around Manhattan for a day, so um, just stumbled across by chance. I knew it was roughly in that area, stumbled across the Forbidden Planet, which was shaped like a triangle. I went I inside was, and had a I was 2004. Ah, I, was, uh, I was exploring before you. That's why I called Nando the Lost Years. Yeah. It's like the Jesus Years. The Jesus Years. <laughs> so I, I was just softening the place up for your arrival. He was just... Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. I, put, um, I put a wee <coughs> shout out across the, the Twitter sphere and asked people to mention like shops that they go to and whatnot. Yeah. Um, <coughs> Uh, I've got quite a number of people coming back actually um, and a couple just, just now uh, Russell Mark Olsen said uh, my local is room 237 South Sea South Sea's premier source of American comics and graphic novels so that is in Portsmouth I wonder if okay. the two lasses are working on the till it says it's been around um, six or seven years it says he also uses is that CGC Emporium in Chichester? Um, it's been around about three years because I asked them just to say how long they've been going. Right. Well. Is that all CGC they sell? The, all the, um, the slapped comics, I wonder. Slapped comics? Slabbed. Oh, yeah, slapped. You know, um, comic grades. <coughs> you know, they wrap them up in plastic and great of them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It does say actually, Mint. it does People. actually say a purveyor <laughs> of fine comics, board games and other paraphernalia, but okay. know. <coughs> maybe. Be um, Leamington Comic Con said that they use uh, Comic Connections in Ban Banbury, Ox Oxfordshire. Mm -hmm. uh, in Banbury is Oxfordshire's oldest comic shop and has been around for about 25 years. I'm glad they've got a comic shop in what? Banbury Oxford. Probably a big town, yeah. I think. Well, they're being quite modest because they mentioned that, but they actually run a stall uh, called Spatown Comics in the White Horse as well. So they never mentioned themselves, they only mentioned them, but they actually run one as well, uh, Spatown Comics. Uh, Tony from Awesome Pod said Orbital. Um, yeah. That's his local, and he said yeah. a bunch of good eggs to boot, which is like was it called that because it's on the M25? Yeah. <clears throat> what, Orbital? Yeah. No. It's no, pretty central. Uh, it, is. Is. it is close to the centre itself. Yeah, it's, it's, it's in Leicester Square. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, Alist Alistair said uh, Lambic. Um, oh, that, yeah. Said Little Shop of Heroes as well in the Kingdom. And uh, Page 45 in Nottingham. Oh, Page 45. Yeah, yeah. that's always, that always gets. Uh, <coughs> yeah. Yeah, it's been open since 1994. Yeah, mm -hmm. Facebook yeah. always got good reviews and has always, yeah. always had many good things about it. Um, they also said the science fiction the science fiction bookshop, so that was who mentioned it. Um, Is that actually called the science fiction bookshop? Well, that's what they said. 
But I think they might have been speaking the same place as you because they said, of course, I will always miss the science fiction book show. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, Destination Venus, um, they're a comic shop. Uh, oh, yeah. Supplying comics I to... I used to get comics from them online, yeah. Yeah, well, they, they changed hands not that long ago. Right. A couple of years back, but yeah, it's still good. Um, uh, they're in Harrogate since 2005. Harrogate? Currently mm. under the stairs in the Everyman Cinema in Harrogate. <laughs> Don't like to toot our own horn, but our customers seem to like us. <laughs> good. <laughs> and I said, blow that trumpet away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Working Comics Podcast said uh, <laughs> they loved that we were doing this and said that City Centre Comics in Glasgow oh, yeah. has been going for 10 years. Chris Siona is brilliant in helping and Helping and guiding people into comics. Uh, is that, that the one that's in that little? I don't know. I've never been back never alley been. in a like a little square unit. It might be. I've been. Maybe. I've never been. So yeah, I've know. been there because I remember getting a flyer there and liking it. Yeah. Or on, oh, there's a place up off Byers Road that's in some kind of hmm. one of these places that's got like four or five shops. Right. Okay. Um, I know what you're, what you're on about here. Is that Neil deGrasse Tyson? Yeah. Don't show uh, David because he said that the Hulk couldn't exist under science. He doesn't. Alex Hassan. Smash uh, that. Alex Hassan <laughs> said, uh, human. I really love Dave Con Dave's comics in Brighton. Well, thanks very much. Oh. Uh, <laughs> no, he does mean that. He likes reading them in Brighton. Oh, great. On that, on that fucking Panda, the beach and shit. <laughs> <laughs> you might be good at Brighton. It's a great town, but the beach is wank. <laughs> You're not going for Horrible. the beach. Uh, anyway, we're pretty sure that's just one opinion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People might like oh, it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure they do, yeah. Dave's pissed out of the mind on the... On the Dave's comics got... Yeah, a bit of be on that beach. Dave's comics, somebody else mentioned that as well. But yeah, Dave's comics are brilliant. I know, thank you. <laughs> um, no, I, I used to see their adverts in the like comics international. And you think that Dave's my name? <laughs> and and the logo I think was like a speech. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. it's like Dave's comics. Nice. I should cut that out and use it. You know, <laughs> on stuff. Um, Hellbound Media uh, said our local is Excelsior Comics in Bristol. Excelsior. Oh, it's it's okay. always well worth a look. Awesome people, very supportive. We've had a lot of replies. Yeah, I had mm -hmm. 16, wow, 17, good. something like that. Uh, Dimitri Zak said Deadhead Comics in Edinburgh has quite a history behind it and a huge collection of indies. Yesterday I got the rehabilitation of Dr. I. I'm sure you know it. That's oh, the, yeah. Yeah, that's that little kid that does his own comics. Oh, sells mm -hmm. them in Groucho's yeah. and Deadhead mm -hmm. and Forbidden Planet, stuff like that. He's only 12, and he's done like oh, six lad. different comics or something like that. Yeah, really good. Um, I didn't answer that one. That guy looks suspicious. <laughs> David Robertson <laughs> said the Android's Dungeon. <laughs> and, and I went, where's the Android's Dungeon? And went on it, and it came up, Simpsons. Android's Dungeon. I was like, oh, for fuck's <laughs> so I've sent back a, a, a comic book guy saying I will have to find a new fortress of solitude. <laughs> I, I've actually got a guidebook to the uh, town of Springfield Simpsons and there's an article about the Android dungeon. Yeah, I think I've got that. <laughs> um, Visual Notes said uh, Stripkeever strip Mechelen, Belgium. So Stripkeever, strip I think is the name of the, the shop. And, uh, oh Belgium. yeah, I bet Belgium's got some lovely... It says, also, also imports comics, high quality stuff, European, American, Japanese, second-hand diamonds, 
uh, coffee and beer. Oh, what else do you want? Yeah. Not at the same time. They also they know what they're doing. Yeah. They also cited Lambic. Oh, uh, first, first comic <laughs> store, first comic store of Europe and of the yeah, oldest, oldest thing, one, yeah. thing worldwide. Yeah. Yeah. How old is it? If they say, it doesn't say. Oh. Uh, it might say on Lambics. Nah, no, no, no. Just first Europe. Um, drawn out dad said. Uh, all Star Comics in Melbourne has been going strong for many years now. Friendly crew and right in the heart of Melbourne, Australia. Oh, that'd be nice. Good. 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 Kirk Spencer said, uh, "Not a brick and mortar, but a fantastic online seller. I use a lot is Lucky Target." Yeah, Lucky Target not really. Manchester comic retailer, UK small business. I have to say, online because of past experiences. Well, well no, I don't think it qualifies as a comic shop. No, really. You <laughs> might be selling multi. You know, it's, we'll get we'll get to that. Yeah, there's something I want to ask. See for the Gloucester um, one. And I'm afraid he might have to go to uh, Bristol or Cardiff. Because they're closer to him than what we are yeah, to him. Another, yeah. another one was um, Joker in... I can't pronounce that. Is it Bil Bil Bilbao? Bilbao. Bilbao. Joker Comics. Yeah, yeah. in Spain. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen the adverts for that. So it, was Tom, it was Thomas Sargent said that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This just then, we actually got a couple more after the podcast went off as well. Um, just wanted to include them in so that the shops get a little shout out um, Gareth A. Hopkins says OK Comics in Leeds is one of my favourite shops in the world wish I was up that way more often Gosh slash Orbital are all lovely places and Darkside Comics in Chelmsford is both a great shop and a lovely community base again wish I had more of an opportunity to get there Beth Barnett says Million Year Picnic Harvard Square Cambridge that's uh, in New England and Brad Brooks, uh, you've probably heard all these, but I can highly recommend Gosh Comics, page 45, and Dave's Comics. They're all the UK ones, he said. And then he says Lambic Comics, uh, City Anglem, Les Planètes de Seine, and Su Super Heroes in Paris, and Bruxelles, and Slumberland in Brussels. And uh, Lucy Sullivan said, I second so many of these shops. Page 45, Dave Comics, Gosh Comics, Orbital Comics, and a shout-out for Raygun Comics. 26 Red Lion Street. I don't know where that is, but it's been great getting all these shout-outs. It's been absolutely amazing. I've been a customer at each one and always received excellent and friendly advice. That's from Lucy Sullivan. Okay, back to the show, folks. Joker Comics is one of the old ones in Spain. Joker right. Comics... Universal in Barcelona, Continuará is another good one in Barcelona. Okay. In Madrid, uh, Akira, who was voted uh, a couple of years ago the best comic book shop in Europe. Wow. Akira Comics Con in Madrid. Um, nice. Electra Comics is another of the veteran ones. Yeah. So there's there's international, there's lots of places. There's, I mean, that's the, that's the curious thing. And they would go all these lists of comic book shops, but... How many fans are we there? You know, how many fans? Yeah. Are the new fans coming in? Yeah. 
I mean, I'm lucky enough, my kids are reading comics. Mm. And I haven't been forceful on that, you know. No. They've seen me reading comics, and they decided, okay, I'm going to give a go at this. Yeah. Um, yeah. They read the stuff they like, and yeah. I'm pretty sure your, your children yeah. are the same. Dave. That's right, yeah. Um, my, my son's just started on uh, Bone. Oh, oh beautiful. And I'm like, I'm not great. Bone, Jeff Smith. Fantastic. Oh, you, you'd never read Bone. Or did you start trying it? Yeah. Sorry, I'm the old man. I gave it to a friend of mine recently as well. Oh, she yeah. said, no. no, she said, not for me. I was like, yeah. oh my yeah. god. It's funny, yeah. Um, last one, I put a couple in, out on uh, Instagram as well. I got a couple back. Joni Dam. Joe Needham. Mm-hmm. He said Asylum Books and Games. Oh, um, yeah, it's a sign. He said Asylum Books and Games is the boy like. Uh, my first comic book, well, my first comic shop, and still probably the best. Well, See that, yeah, the first one. There you go. That, yeah. that gets you, doesn't it? And, uh, first one. First Emma, love. Emma Burley, artist, said oh. uh, Nash Comics in Devon. Okay. There you go. Nash Comics. Devon. So, a lot of. A lot of people show a lot of love to different <laughs> shops, so yeah. you know they're, they're still important. You know what I mean? Yeah. They are important. Yeah. They are important. Mm. I mean, we're talking about you were asking the last session. Okay, where to buy comics? One of the questions. Uh-huh. And and you know where or how to buy comics? You yeah. know, mm-hmm. or what kind of comics you can buy? Or yeah. Yeah. so we were going through you know single issues, yeah. magazines, uh, graphic novels. Where to buy them? Well. So it's important that comic book shops have a clientele. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it seems to be some interest, a new generation coming in. Um, and I think some of it comes from other media, either mm-hmm. interest in video games or yeah. anime or films mm-hmm. that maybe come originally from material that was published first in comics. Mm. So that's, okay, that's interesting, but, um, you know, it's not going to be like how we were brought up, certainly from that point of view. No. That's that's one of the things. Yeah. There's not as much comics as there used to be. No. Well, (laughs) there is. There is. They're just, they're not accessible. They're not accessible as they used to be. On the other hand, and I know that through my kids, in school, even in primary school, they're learning about comics, they're learning how t- comic language, panels, speech mm, bubbles. Really? I mean, if that would have happened at my time when I went to school, I would be like, wow, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. But my daughter made a, a comic book. Think about She's school, nine. Yeah. yeah, primary school. She did a, a comic book. Wow. She brought it at Christmas time and I thought, this is fantastic. This is great. And were, she loves it. We were discouraged. Mm. We were told that if it was a comic, so, it, wasn't, well, but now, it wasn't proper. Now. It wasn't art, wasn't writing. Now that it's not perhaps as popular or it's not as accessible as it was, now it's important. Yeah. And now it's, it, it's being taught in the schools. Even in primary school, I'm talking about my daughter, she's nine. And they they done a comic book shop, and it, that was the project for a month. Yeah. So yeah. every so many days, okay, we're gonna have to do this. I'm gonna do the panel. We're gonna work this, and then they had uh, the editor from the Bino, one of the editors from the Bino, mm-hmm. visit wow. the school and visit. Had an interview with them. That's good. Yeah. Um. So, 
they've been going all these things. That's incredible. Mm. So, you know, that's important that the new generations are learning. Um, and, and it's important that the actually education and and the government is doing something about it too. Yeah. That's a good mm. thing because, you know, that is, you don't want to lose it. Yeah. That's where things like the creative space and that come in come in handy yeah. and, and do a good job where they're doing like and that's, that's important in this school. country because we always certainly I mean that's my my idea that living here in the UK and it's always been comics disregarded and when you compare like in France or for example where they are they've been considered like art yeah. another art form for many many years there's museums of comics mm -hmm. when you go to France you know and everyone have their own bandesine, the favorite one. Yeah. Or you go to Japan, where manga is incredibly popular, yeah. and you will not think it's just part of, it's just it's just part of, of the, yeah. the society yeah. in no single levels. Yeah. And so that's important that something is happening. Mm -hmm. And so yeah, it's important that that's happening because you know these little comic book shops and businesses that. They need to survive. Yeah, yeah. And it's very hard for them. It's hard for everyone. It's hard for them even more because they have a very niche clientele. Well, this was the thing that I, I noticed, banning off this bottom bit. The fact that off the top of my head and and were asking people to do it as well, that I was able to sum up the world's comics into that <laughs> is yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. You Google it, you'll have a vast list. You'll be yeah. going through pages and pages, probably. Yeah. But the fact that off the top of the head, from a person who enjoys comics, knows the places to go to see comics, and asked other people mm -hmm. on the World Wide Web for all around the world, and it was done to one and a half pages mm -hmm. in a small moleskin book. Yeah. That's sad. For a specialist shop, you know. And most of these places... Majority of them are doing things like setting up like events for kids yes. or a separate kids section or whatever. They're trying to encourage it, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's not like they're, it's not like they're banning off and making it this little niche thing. They're not trying to just get in the wee fanboys or anything. They're not trying to get in the old dudes that have been coming for years. They're actually trying to get the future generations as well. And yet there's still just this tiny list. You know, when I was at school, it's only twice we had comics given to us to learn from and it was both in high school it was in the religious class where we got this uh, comic book of Hindu myths and I thought some of these were pretty impressive yeah. and gory as well, very gory and then the second time was in the German class where we got these books um, like with stories that were drawn like your average sort of eagle comic or uh, I think it's the Judy, uh, whatever, like, so it had like male and female versions. But the captions, speech bubbles were all in German, so we had to figure out what they were saying. Yeah. I've got, I've got a, a tiny wee bit written down here. Um, when I lived in London, my local was 30th century comics. Uh, is that in that one? No, it's not. That was in uh, Putney. Okay. And that's where I, I, uh, first bought some of my Battle Angel Lita comics. Yeah, I've been to uh, quite a few Forbidden Planets. Uh, anyone that can sneak and see this list has seen that I've put Forbidden Prices because that was the nickname the franchise got when I was living in London. So I've often been in the I new one in, in London. Yeah. 
I like the I like the the, the new one they've got in uh, Shaftesbury Avenue. That's the big one they've got. Yeah, mate, I would still hold them in 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 the highest regard. Because oh yeah, of, because of the friggin' Love and Rockets books. Well, they've got all sorts. All sorts. See, I do like the Edinburgh one, but mostly because it's not sort of small. It's it's big enough to wander around in, but. I do know that I prefer to have the Glasgow stock in there. I got Manchester's one. I remember Manchester's one being close to Chinatown, but I was was never that impressed by it. Aberdeen's I've only been to once, but I did like it because it was a bright place and I could sort of see my way around quite quite well. Liverpool, I'm afraid, I was a wee bit disappointed because when I went in there, I asked them, um, do you have a section for independent comics? didn't. They said, we, we don't do that. We'll not make any money from that. And I said, well, shops in Edinburgh and Glasgow, they've got sections for independent comics. And they said, well, we take our orders from head office, so we can't do it unless they give us permission to. So somehow the other places must be breaking the rules. So it I seems like every forbidden planet is its own little entity. Yeah, yeah. It? And it's run, they're all run yeah. in different ways. Yeah. You never quite know what you're going to get. Uh, it's yeah. totally inclusive, I think. So they are franchises. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, well, it's the two franchises. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I think it's a case of they take on a shop manager and they say, do whatever you want as long yeah. as you get the money at the end of it. Do it you know, I, like went, I went to the... Um, the one in London, and you know I go around shops and say, look, well, you put these on sale, mm-hmm. you know, my comics and some of And <clears throat> the, uh, the person I spoke to in London had really gave the impression that he had absolutely no idea what I was talking about at all. I mean, I, I mean, I don't know, they've not got like a small press bit of the, the London Forbidden Planet. Mm. Didn't see it. No, and I remember them going, oh, and it was like, Oh, wow, how odd this was what I was doing, you know. How incredible that this was happening. And then he started saying, oh, maybe you should send it to publishers and stuff. You know, he started getting into the idea and coming up with ideas for me. Uh-huh. And I thought, wow, you've, this is not part of your culture here at all. Maybe that's what was the same in Liverpool. I mean, they were completely... They it's found that been unexpected. In and they didn't know. I mean, usually you'll go in and they'll say, no, I'm sorry, mate. Surprised. You know, if they're not up for it, they go, I'm sorry, mate. No. Whereas like two or minutes yeah, yeah. <coughs> two, two minutes down the road at Orbital or in Camden or yeah, well, they, they, like, yeah, 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 they, they used to give I think they've given everything a go. Yeah, they do. Yeah. yeah. They usually do. Mm. Oh dear. Well, it's weird. <laughs> the one in the one in Birmingham was big, but it was out of the way, so you, I had to search for it. Um the one in Leicester I went to quite a lot because I lived in Leicestershire. That was convenient size. I spent a lot of money on the wee uh, machines that gave out Dragon Ball little figures. Of course you did. <laughs> yeah, but I still never got that Yamcha one, no matter how many times <laughs> I got found in. So uh, some of you might know that I, I went to the town of Bedford once to visit one of my mates and he took me to three comic shops in a town that had 45,000 people. Three comic book shops? Three comic book shops. None of them are open now. Oh. They all closed, but apparently a new one has opened but they do up a, recently. They do a quite big convention there in Bedfordshire. Yeah, well, Bedford itself. Yeah, because there was a lot of, uh, they had a lot of, well, just oh. this last year they had a lot of um, Spanish artists going there, uh-huh. plus British <coughs> and some American writers as well, independent People working for Marvel and DC and other things, all kind of things going on. There were a lot of people going. Nice. Nice. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, that's right. It's nice in Bedford, yeah. 
Because Alcaro Pacheco and many other Spanish artists there, nice. and that last year, yeah. and I, I really considered, oh, we should go there, but I was looking at the map and I thought, this is, how, how do I reach this place? Yeah. Actually, the easiest way to reach <laughs> you it, you don't, because, yeah. the easiest way to reach it by train is if you go directly to Bedford, you'll end up having to get off at all these stations, but, Isn't it easy if to you go, go to Peterborough? No. Well, the easiest way to go there is to go by the town of Sandy. Because then it's just four miles to the Bedford right. Centre. Yeah. Well, if if one day we plan to go there, then yeah. you'll be that one guy. Uh, hey. <laughs> the place is still going. I don't know. I really don't know. Um, but I, that was last year. I, yeah. I, I don't know. I remember because I remember we were looking at it. Yeah. We spoke about it. No, yeah, apparently it was a quite nice convention because uh, a lot of fans that were posting uh, and I read reviews and they said that you had the opportunity to spend time with the the artists uh, and writers mm -hmm. and comic creators there. So it was a, a nice place and a, to kind of mm. uh, go and visit. September. Yeah, oh, September, September 7th and 8th. Well, one of the greatest yeah. moments in human history, um, if, I, if I fit the bill of human, that is. Um, well. <coughs> and when I went to Canada in uh, no. 1988, Canada. I hey. bought I bought a, a Marvel Alf comic from a metro station in Montreal shop uh, stall paper stall where they're selling Alf. the uh, selling the newspapers. <laughs> that was a good source of comics because they had you know these big stacks. Yeah. They had huge stack with the the rotating ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Full of comics. Uh, things like racks. yeah, yeah. Things Spinners. like Heathcliff and Ghostbusters Amazing. and all of that there. And I, I just I just saw the Alf one and I was like, I'm gonna take that. Do you notice in all the American comics they always have like US price and Canadian yeah, yeah, yeah. And some of them have the UK price, but that's a lot rarer now. Uh, I, I yeah, seen that for Beano, didn't that used to have like Malaysia on it? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Malaysia More for the expats than actual people who who yeah. live over there. It's like two thousand eighty. Hmm. Yeah, like right. all the different ones and then we'd have like or was it the different planets and yeah, stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I make us see the credits. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, That's great. So you've got online retailers that do it of eBay or do their own or whatever. Um, so the likes of Vault 29 Comics, Knowing Flame, A Place in Space. There was that other one that you did, but yeah. I can't remember the name of it. Um, do you think they have a knock-on effect on shops like actual shops because a lot of them do do comics at yeah reason more sort of reasonable yeah. prices and newer stuff as well you're talking stuff that's yeah. just come yeah. out and they do it of course they do yeah yes knock down prices yes physical shops well, struggle to survive yeah that happens everything. in all business sectors yeah. the online retailing development revolution that we had in the last few years mm. um because i don't but we comics because uh, I don't think Amazon and that have a knock-on effect anymore. I used to think Amazon had a knock-on effect on, on online retailers, but see recently, I don't know what it is, but if you look up books now, um, to be honest, so compared uh, to uh, any uh, store on Amazon. to go to Amazon, to be honest, the books and graphic novels, price-wise, are not that cheap or as cheap as they used to be no and if i buy from amazon i'll buy from amazon marketplace 
and I'll buy from booksellers. Booksellers, yeah. And that yeah. sell in Amazon Marketplace. Yeah. They're actually selling the comics that I definitely know cheaper mm -hmm. than Amazon itself. Yeah. yeah you pay uh, the postage. Depository. Um, yeah. Or there's there's few of them going on like that. Mm -hmm. But and I think that, that this <coughs> one, you know, from that point of view that, that that was quite interesting. In eBay I I use and I have used and I and I use uh, a place in space. Right. I, I've used them. Yeah. Uh, I never had I think any I issues with them. Something as well. They always been very. I never had issues till I left. They always neutral been, feedback. They always been very competitive. They always yeah, been sending the comics in a very good in, packaging. In a good packaging, yeah. Really, really safe. And I was I always left. Good feedback because they, yeah. they always be very quick and, and very good. So I never had any issues. And one day I had an issue. There was something that came or didn't arrive, and I said, "Don't worry, we'll send you another one." And they send it, and that's it. There was no problem. So yeah. even when there was a problem, they solved it for me. So I'm a believer of, from that point of view of you know, they're doing a good job, and you have to appreciate what they're doing. And I leave the feedback, and that's it. Um, the other thing I have to say is like eBay is putting a lot of pressure in comic book uh, sellers because, especially comic book shops, because years ago you were able to buy the comics and you would buy the comics and the postal package would be priced separately. Yeah, yeah. But eBay is forcing the comic book shops to do a unique price. All right. Okay. So if you buy postage. Yes. Well, uh, right. No, no. Like if you buy a comic from Place in Space, let's say it's gonna be. Three pounds, including postage and packaging. Right. That's all in. Right. So postage is free because they want to promote the postage is free. Yeah. Idea. So, it, it, but essentially, you know, the seller has to calculate a price that is competitive that includes mm -hmm. the postage and yeah. the packaging for the customer. So yeah. when the customer goes to eBay, he goes, "Oh, postage is free. I just get it from here, and that's a good price, including the postage." Yeah. Ah, because otherwise they're looking at it and going, "It's quite high for the po for the comic, even though it's free postage." For, for comic book shops. Now, if you look for back issues, that's a different story. Because sometimes there's some comic book sellers, they sell, and collectors that sell back issues, and you are able to buy comics, and they give you a discount in multiple issues when you yeah. buy them. And that's quite interesting when they do combined postage. Mm. But, yeah, with the shops, proper shops and business uh, that they're selling in eBay, I mean, we need to also look, I don't know exactly how it works, but I know they've been in pressure of how to sell the product and at what price. Right. Uh, and well, marketplace is the same in certain yeah, ways. Because Amazon yeah, takes a big... I mean, I sell a lot of a marketplace myself, mm -hmm. but they took a big whack of commission. Yeah. Amazon takes a big whack of commission where you sell in marketplace. eBay is ridiculous now. I sold two comics last month, two what well, you would class as graphic novels, for next to nothing. I've reduced the price so much on them. And uh, I think they took... What was it? It was actually like a full quarter for the the two yeah. kind of thing. Whereas before it used to be, you know, you, your fees would come through and it'd a be like quarter. Yeah, and it used to be it would come through and it'd be like fifty p or something like that. Well, put it this way, I didn't I didn't sell them for anything at all. Really. Yeah. So I, a quarter of nothing is. Yeah, they took, I mean, they took three fifty off of me, and I only sold two books, and they were under a fiver each. You know what I mean, hell, man. Yeah, but that's how it goes. Yes, because Amazon is like that. At least with Amazon, when you put it, you put the item on sale, you know 
how much money Amazon is going to take yeah. from you right away. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, so that's the good thing about discogs as well. It's well, a flat fee. Before you put it on, they already calculate it and that's it. But sometimes it's quite, it's quite expensive, quite high. Yeah. But anyway, that's, yeah, I think online can affect the businesses. Um, what, what do you think? What do you think? Um, but also can open the business. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to say. Because Supplies in a Space is probably one of the biggest sellers of yes. comics in eBay in the UK. Yeah. And they have a huge... Uh, clientele based on eBay, but they also have their own subscription service online. So is No and Flame, No Comics as well, yeah. and that lucky target that was mentioned as well. Yeah. Um, what do you think the shops have? Like, what do they have on an upper hand compared to the online? The oh, shops who right. have, like any other business, is customer service, knowledgeable people in the shop that can guide you. Yeah, they could do that online as well. You could just message them and they could guide you to something. Well, then my so favourite shops will tell you exactly why. Because you could go in and spend hours. Yeah. And just there's something about it. But then that's what... In this day and age where everybody's got a smartphone, you can just browse for yeah, hours. Yeah, but they're all fucking entranced in the smartphone. It, it, they're not living in reality. So if you like reality, you like going to bookshops. All depends And having of, a look around. I mean, for, you know the, I mean? for me... Comic books and comics has to be physical. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do have digital comics mm-hmm. and I do read them every now and then. But to me, I need to have it in my hands, I need to smell it, I need to touch it. Yeah. Here's and that, without a physical shop, I cannot do it. Here's the kicker then. With the, uh, recent, with the recent announcement that paper costs will probably go up yeah. due to mm-hmm. Brexit. Mm. Making that the what, printing, it, what, making what else what else is due to Brexit? Making that the printing costs will shift through the roof, meaning that imports will probably not happen near as much, and there won't be near as many books printed. How do you think that will have a knock-on effect? Do you think everybody will start doing digital a lot more? Do you think the big two start thinking? Maybe we'll just cut back on... I think that. we'll feel happier with an actual book in our hands. I think that's what's going to help. Well, see, when I see when I worked in the bookshops, people were happy that there was someone who knew what they were doing, knew where their books were, and uh, they can probably... They, they, I know the shop I worked in had bargain books a lot of the time, but some people were happy paying a fortune for their mm-hmm. books, and it gave them pleasure, and it gave... Gave us pleasure as well, chatting away to them. So it kind of beat the idea of um, just doing it online. But that was 2002 to 2003 I was working there. I know that uh, online sales have gone up a lot then. It's kind of an easy way just to go online, but I think there's still that. Every second person's got a fire. I don't think that it's going to fit. The digital comedy itself, when they came out first, Mm -hmm. and a couple of years ago when Marvel and DC, they introduced them as well. And some artists were going, yeah, because, you know, they were actually were yeah. promoting it because it's a, the level of detail of the art that can add in this page. It wouldn't be practically distinguishable if it was printed in a normal comic. Yeah. But in a, in a screen, in another device, you can actually augment it, whatever. I'm still, I'm still waiting for the difference, still waiting yeah. for this revolution of digital mm, comics yeah. to have happened. It's like the dandy. The dandy paper lasted eight years. I don't think the dandy. The, 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 situation, dandy the situation is the comics, comics and books have been under threat for decades. 
since Amazon appeared, yeah. I can still see tons and tons of books and coming selling Amazon, selling eBay, saying maybe embark on books, shops and shops. It's difficult. The yeah. proper all bookshops have to adapt, but it's just what happens with society. Yeah. Regarding the paper, it's been going on for years. When I was reading comics in Spain, yeah, and so the that price, paper was. I mean, when I started to collect my superhero comics from Comics Forum, I was paying hundred pesetas for a, a comic from Marvel, public in Spain, Jeez. and suddenly they went to hundred and twenty-five. And then went 135, and then went 150, 175, Smash. and then went 200 pesetas, and so on and so forth, in a question of years. Yeah. And the same happens, yeah, happened yeah, yeah. in the in the 70s and the 80s with the uh, the Marvel comics, because from the 20, 10 cents, 15, 25, 50, <coughs> and so on and so forth. Oh, so the, the problem now, they are reaching a, a price point oh, that sorry. are not making it accessible. Yeah, no, no way. The flop is a mechanism, and the problem is Marvel and DC are publishing an incredible amount of crap. I'm sorry, but it's true. Well, it's, a, it's, a incredible, it's an incredible amount of mediocre Shut. titles. Well, Instead of actually do, this is our 10 titles, this is our 10 comics, and do something actually quality-wise is good, which <coughs> they are able to do, mm -hmm. because Marvel has published Hawkeye recently, they did La Vision, the Vision, mm -hmm. with an underbelt and Top King, you know, just give a couple of examples. These are quality good comics, fans like to read. Yeah. Image, there's been constant comics coming on from Image, and in the latest years, probably one of the biggest things that have happened, and it's still going on strong, or relatively strong, is Walking Dead. Mm -hmm. <coughs> a little comic, appear from nowhere, bam, and that's 190 issues now, yeah. going to 200 issues. Without any restarts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's kudos to and, and Robert Kierman and Image to keep it in that way. Okay, you know, maybe you're fed up of zombies, but <laughs> it's it's there. <coughs> it's a comic, it's going strong. You know, I, I mean, that's, that is, to me, that's more concerning than the price of the paper of the digital world. I think that is more important the way that it's published. The only thing that worries me is, like, you've got DC... Titan imprint isn't in the UK anymore no, at no, all. No. Will they even bother to come back if it's going to cost them that much mm. extra to import it here? Will they just leave it? And then that means that there's no DC comics in the UK. Do you do you mean for the UK itself because we're doing Brexit? Yeah. I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not getting. I'm not getting into that. But they could. Like, they were, They're not. Not going to do that. I mean, the UK has got to be one well, of the biggest markets. But they've already pulled it. Like not, Titan yeah, Comics is, that's it, it's gone. No, I mean DC. Yeah, the Titan's imprint on DC, they're not publishing anymore in the, in the UK. No one is publishing DC Comics right now in the UK. Hmm. Pulled them out. Mm -hmm. That's the worrying thing, is when it actually, something actually happens. Yeah. It's not a case of they're just talking about it. That has happened. I mean, they're looking to try and get back in, right. but will they bother? Considering a lot of their artists and fans and writers are also from the UK, they, you thought they would have not yeah. done it already, but it's, it's already yeah, happened. Just, the UK in particular right now, goodness knows what's going to happen, to mm -hmm. be honest. Mm -hmm. In the rest of the world, I think things keep going all right, but 
I guess a lot of companies will have to sit and see how the how the chips fall, you know. Mm. Can I mention That's, some comic shops? Yeah, go for that. It. I really love that I would recommend to anyone. Lambic we've mentioned. Yes. I was lucky enough to go to the old Lambic shop before the move closer to the centre. Mm -hmm. And that was a beautiful place. I think that's actually where it started, and it was big in there, and there was loads of stuff everywhere. Old school, it was out. There. It was like so a good. twenty minute walk yeah. from the centre. So yeah, Lambic. But now where they are, brilliant. Still great. Spend hours there. Piles of stuff. Okay, comics in Leeds. Tiny place. <laughs> what to do with a little spit? Who's been there? Who's been there? I've been, yeah, there, I've been there one comic yeah. shop in Leeds, but I can't remember okay. the name yeah. of it. Okay, it's really they good. They had like this uh, sort of table, raised table, and there lots of badges in there. I remember I bought a Loki badge from nah, them. But, so that's that. another, it's close to the train station. Nah, it's not that. Nah, not that one. Okay, comics is in an arcade, like an old Victorian arcade. Ah, so it's, no. in a it's in a unit in there. So the setting's beautiful, mm -hmm. but it's a tiny little place. But what they do with the space is brilliant. The, like, you go in on the ground level and it's all the new stuff. And I swear to God, it can't be much more than maybe... It's half the width of this place, yeah. but maybe twice as long, and that's it. right? If, if not less. No, maybe it's only another half as long. And then the steps upstairs, so new stuff's ground floor. Upstairs, they've got somewhere you can sit, but then they've got all the stuff... For cheaper upstairs, and they got bagging boxes for fifty pence, which is always a, a winner in a comic shop. Yeah, You've got to do that. Yeah. So what they do with the space? Brilliant. Somewhere to sit. Brilliant. Somewhere to get a bargain. Mm -hmm. Paramount Books in Manchester. Fantastic. It's in the Shoe Deal area of Manchester. Okay. So it's it's a bookshop as well but it's you go in and I swear to god I could spend a day in there mm -hmm. if not more even just looking at the books it's a bit it's a bit like uh, you know the Batman from the 60s in a way where it's like it's got hidden corners and and, and, and ornaments that might be able to, to, to pivot and, and something will open up and, is there and a red telephone as well something, there might be somewhere there's that much stuff in there but what catches your eyes is got old school comics on a rack outside on display for sale. I wow. think I've been there, yeah. The guy's a character, he's, you know. And is there boxes and boxes of magazines and everything all over the place? When you go in, yeah. Yeah. And you think you're at the bit. Yeah. But if you ask him, ah. there's a, an entire other bit at the back. Yes. Which does have like compartments that open up and stuff like that. It's like, fucking hell, there's a shitload back here. There's a fucking boatload out there, but the shitloads out there, and that's just the comics. Yeah. yeah. Then he's got an entire book. I bet he's got some real uh, classic out of print stuff there. It's that kind of place. It's like a disused library in there. Oh, but it's, it's dark and it's nice. It's really nice. The guy's a character as well. I'd recommend that to anyone. And that's about it. I'd like to get to know the Aberdeen ones more. Because mm. uh, I only went that one time in the UK. Yeah. So that would be good. That was good. We should do another day out. Yeah, um, we should do. I never got out the last day. Well, I went up. You were there. Yeah. We should do it. I've only been to the Aberdeen Forbidden Planet once. And I think that was 2005 or 2006. Quite a while back. Oh. 
It's oh. not far from here. We can organize it. Yeah. On a Saturday. <laughs> I went to continue I Barcelona, but I went in a period where I want really, I want the comics. I just mm. yeah, just went. Yeah. Dark Ages. The dark ages. <laughs> the, 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 the hiatus, yeah. I, my middle ages. And, uh, but I, I, I'd Jesus. love to have been in it more there when I was there. But I noticed when I was there, maybe I didn't look well enough, but great if I spoke Spanish or Catalan, but there wasn't that much available for yeah, English, there's, there's I believe. Certain shops carry some yeah. original USA material or an original language, but the majority of the comics in Spain they'll be translated yeah. Yeah. that's the same with the Arabic ones most of them are translated uh, half would be for Arabic and half would be for all the expats in, in English yeah. so a lot of the people from mm -hmm. India for instance will pick up and buy the ones that are in English and a lot of people from the Philippines will go for the ones that are in English yeah. Yeah. And and interestingly enough uh, your equivalent of the co-op in Tesco's there will sell comics that's good all right. mm -hmm. I can't remember where I bust my cherry though, in terms of comic shops. I think it was probably that young that I can't remember, and it was probably the newsagent, John Menzies, or, yeah. or one of these second-hand bookshops in a market store with. To me, was the, the local newsagents. Yeah, yeah. 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 the shop literally <coughs> two minutes from the, the old house. Yeah, yeah. you remember John Menzies? I used to have an order on for British comics. Like where they put mm -hmm. a pull list when I was yeah. maybe ten, yeah. that me, that my parents kindly let me have for you know, yeah. Wizard and Chips, yeah. Buster, mm -hmm. Riot Rovers. Mm -hmm. They were the three or four. I think mine, mine were literally just Forbidden Planet, Plan Nine, and Little Shop of Heroes. Is it? I love that shop. And Dunfermline. Oh. I've not been there either. I went there for training. For when I was working at the British Art, and uh, I went wandering the streets one night just to like look around and see what the place was like, and had a wander about and just seen this little place beside a. <coughs> at that point, it was beside like a model car shop or something like that. And it's all like model railways and cars and stuff. And then there was like this little place and just seen it, seen a little shop of heroes and stuff. Is that? And had a look in the window and seen all the comics and thought, fuck, I'm coming back here on my break. I'm going to come down here later on. But yeah, no, they, they had a really good shop. Went in and as soon as you go in the door, the, there's only the three of them that are in it and run it. And uh, it's one guy and two girls, I think. And uh, yeah, they're, they're nice. Really nice. To, to like let you know everything that's there and what specials they've got on and stuff like that. And yeah. They're Whilst we're on really the nice. topic of comic outlets... And they did the con. One place that should give it up are charity shops. Oh, they yeah. should give up selling comics because the way that they price stuff is just like they've looked it up what the price is for like someone that's in fucking fantastic nick. <laughs> you know how they do it? Okay, right, yeah, keep going. And often they're never going to shift it because they've priced some in a way that that us looking at it will be like, nah, that's not fucking worth that. Fuck uh, off. Do you know how to do it? Go on. eBay. Yeah. Type in the title of the book. Finished listings. Lowest price. Go down until they get a little green banner that says how much it's sold for. And then if they get the highest one that's sold for, they put it at that price. Mm -hmm. Because they know that somebody has bought it for that price, so they put it at that price. Yeah. I have to say, <laughs> talking about that, 
every time I visit Perth, I go two places. One is the comic book shop, uh, Big Dog, Big Dog Books, books yeah. mm -hmm. and it's, it's kind of around the corner. Osfan Books. Okay. If you go there, they have a big selection of comics at a very, very, very reasonable price. But the Oxfam, in, the Oxfam Perth. books in Edinburgh, amazing. That's where I got the power so, packs for So you. talking about, you know... That's where you got power packs yeah. for as well. Sorry, and I found yeah. Calvin and Hobbes, I found Jerk Strait, I found Batman's, I found all kind of different mm -hmm. things. So they always have, oh, Christmas. And, and, a, and a good price. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, you know, it depends. I mean, some charity shops, they, they just go for a top price, but... There's other places like this one in particular in I think some of them know what they're doing. Yeah. And they, they do it properly. Yeah. Um, stuff. If you go to Oxfam Books in Dundee. Oh. Yeah. That's, yeah. Well, Deadpool I, issue 325. I bought a nine, couple of things. 999, uh, like all dog eared, fucked, uh, price 1250. <laughs> you fucking having a laugh? Yeah. yeah. It's like in the in the description, one off, one, uh, a rare, one of a kind, yeah. Deadpool <laughs> comic, uh, <coughs> mint condition. You're like, <sighs> if this is mint condition, I'd be not just fucking spitting on all the boots. Yeah. And it's mint, mate. <laughs> and that's a bonus. It's fine, Rob Langfield as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mint. This fucking oh, that's that's mental. Mint. They had a bunch of brand new Sonic the Hedgehog comics that had obviously been bought out of Tesco. Some wee kids handed them in, and they were all priced two fifty each. Is that not I'm like, Jesus. Yeah. It's like, do you want to sell insane. it or do you want to take up space oh, and gather dust? It's insane. Is that your? I'm off. Gentlemen, I shall see you later. Hey Nando, good to see you, mate. Take care. Yeah. What's next month? Do we know? No, no I'll get that. Cool. Okay. March, isn't it? Yeah, Thank you very much. Awful. I like your dad jokes. I like Penny Wint's dad jokes. Yeah, the more, the better than dad jokes. Oh, yeah. His oh, yeah. jokes on Twitter, the, he, yeah. he hashtags them dad jokes, doesn't he? Yeah. Better than that, dad jokes. Yeah. He's penned Gwen the last one I saw was good. Did you see it? I liked it. What one was it? It was... Uh, the screwdriver one? No, no, you went, they went, look up there. It's, now, how did it work? Look up there, it's the future. Look down there, it's the past. And then the last one he said, this only works online, you know. I would like to say a complaint about comic shops. Ooh. And in general, you go in, you're spending time, you're looking through the comics, and they start playing fucking awful music yeah. really loud. Yeah. And yeah. I know I'm being an old man, you're but it's like, do you know what? This is actually really it. difficult. You're being a librarian. Well, you know, I guess they're like young, hip people, and they're being cool, they're playing no, awful music. I'm with but, you, you on know. that. It's a, re it's a place to read. Not to, shop, not to shop in a way where you're looking at... For Prince Planet, it's awesome for stuff. It. Uh, Edinburgh. Sometimes you go in there and it's like bloody hell, no yeah. this shit. But see, when I think of the first the science fiction bookshop, mm. uh, my my happy memories of that. Yeah. Part of the memory is they were playing Sisters of Mercy. Really? Ah, seen them a couple. This corrosion, you know, that was their big hit song that I really liked at the time. And I can imagine if I'd been in there and I was forty at that time, I would have been like, oh. 
When I worked in, she was beautiful. This is um, that's actually a complaint sometimes that happens with cons as well. Ah, Is that they'll they'll hire a DJ or something? Yeah. Yeah, fuck. And you're like going around the corner and fuck it, it's pumping out music. And it's you're going, too much. I think yeah. when I went into that Paramount books, that's how I like it. It's like a like you know, there ain't no music getting played on in there. I like I like music in a shop, mm. but I like music in it's a, a shop where kind you, of shop. But I like music in a shop where you can hear it, but you can still hear yourself. Uh. So you can make out the song. Yeah, you can make out the song. Yeah. You know what it is. You know what's playing. But I don't mind it in the toilet. Well, you know, well, put it this you way. You know what I mean? Squeezing one out. Put it this way. You go into some place like you go into some place like next. You can still have a chat with your pal, but you know the tunes are playing. Yeah. So you can still walk around and be like, oh, "I like this song," and then chat away to your mate. It's not going. And you're going. Fuck it! I'm going to try this top on. You know, any shit like that. What about this book? None of that. You know. Yeah, personally, yeah. Each to their own taste, but I think for me personally, if it's a a reading kind of shop involved with that line of work, either no music or talk radio at best. I've got another complaint. Okay, what is it? A general complaint about comic shops where the lost a lot of their attraction for me was about 15 plus years ago and you went in and noticed all the back issues were all like a pound each and you thought, oh, what does this mean? And then the next time you went back, there was no back issue section anymore. Mm-hmm. And this has now, it's now quite rare to find back issue sections yeah. in comic shops. I, and in, I really these big them. chains, it's definitely a... That was I a big thing that was yeah. lost that I miss to this day. Because what do they do with them? They must do something Internet with them. Internet sales, I think. Right. Well, the whole back issue market has shrunk, you know, for a variety of reasons. All these reboots and everything. Yeah. You know, when I was reading Marvel comics in the 80s or whatever, it was, you know, Spider-Man issue 280 <laughs> or something. So yeah. it was exactly the same series as it had been from the start. And so you were interested to get the old ones. Every single <laughs> one was validly yeah. someone that you wanted. Whereas if you buy it now, it's, you know, every week it's like, here's the Flash number one, you know, it's mm-hmm. like... Well, who cares about the Flash series from seven and a half years ago? So what? So, I don't know, that's part of it, I guess. That's why I bought a lot of back issues, so I could see the history of the exact canon character. I don't know, it's a shame. But things have moved on, so that's the way it is. And then all these, at that time as well in the 80s, you didn't have all these collections of trade paperback collections of the old comics. You just, they didn't do that. Yeah. So to read the old ones, you had to buy the old ones. Yeah. So I don't know. That's that's a shame. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I'm with you on that. I was surprised when I got back into comics after being out of it for so long. Yeah. A lot of these shows, I was like, where the fucking back? Because yeah. when I was into comics before the one Forbidden Planet and that thing, mm. So then the first time I went in a, in a Forbidden Planet after I got back in them, I was like, there was a fucking tiny little bit in the back, mm-hmm. and that was it. I was like, is this it? You've got more new ones than you have old ones. How the fuck is that? How does that work? 
I couldn't figure out. I was like, is there another room somewhere that you've yeah. got? What? How How can you only have this many back issues? You can't have sold... Everything. You know, I think they're a real... I think now it's quite accepted with comic shops. Seems to be. I mean, I don't run one or know much about it. But from what I see, it's like you get in all these comics from Marvel and DC. Now, you need to get them sold in, a, in that day and then maybe that week. And then, because like in three weeks, yeah. they are all worth nothing. Yeah. yeah. If you've not sold them then, there's nobody that wants to buy them anymore. And you think... And, so, I, don't, and, and I think at the same time, I don't think in 30 years, oh. they're going to look back to this period necessarily. No, and go, I don't think so. Oh, these are really collectible and stuff. No, I wouldn't Do you know what I mean? No, because there's not the huge amount of people growing up with them to have the feelings to look back on them and go, oh, great, I'd love to read But that also the output, the output's shit. A lot of it's shit. And also they're collecting it all into these trade uh, yeah, paper bags, yeah, yeah. so they'd buy them. Yeah, I mean, they'd buy them in the first place. Yeah. It seems like the clever shops do that because they've got to run on it, and then they get like a month or two after. All the ones I've seen that seem to make it work, it's like, right, get this stuff into your 25 pence box and get rid of it. Yeah, yeah, and then if you think back, cut to, your losses. Yeah, if you think back to the black hole, remember the 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 big six foot high piles of comics. Yeah, and there was like fifteen of them, yeah. and and I remember always looking, being befuddled at that, going, <laughs> "How is this working? How much are these? Yeah, how much are these? What's uh, going on with this?" He's now I can see what was going on. Really, the one I wanted, you know, he was ordering Spread stuff on. that people didn't want. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to speak about this quickly just because <coughs> um, yes. I read it um, a couple of days ago uh, John was nice enough to send it on John Tucker um, do you know I had those comics um, that you that you gave uh-huh. me and there's one of them that's got like something on it anyway so I think you drew an arse on it or something <laughs> oh, you know yeah and I thought and then it was like ages went by, and then I, I sat to have a look, and then I saw he'd done it on every single one. Yeah. So it was like loads of rude messages yeah. on all of them, and I thought it was one rude message. Yep. So I enjoyed that. Every single one of them, like he did with mine. I sort of had an idea why you thought I would like his stuff because yeah. he kind of sets up a mood, eh? Yeah, he does. And then it kind of like you're like, what's going on? And then it just kind of ends. Yeah. It doesn't really quite tell you what was going yeah. on. And I thought that's. A I bit, love it. Yeah. I love it. There's not enough. Like I just said to Mike, there's not enough people doing stuff like that. It's just like, yeah. this is mine. Yes, it's, it's like, this is my thing. Yeah. I'm going to do these. Yeah. They're out in the world. That's Fuck it. you, you'll have them. That's yeah. it. And this well, is what I get from his stuff, which I fucking love. I love when people Sing just give me something voice. out and go, that's it. Yeah. Like, I got him... I got him to sign every one of my books in the most offensive way possible. <laughs> yeah, he did this. What was it? He, uh, he actually wrote something on mine, like, Tom said... To make it sexy or something, but I don't know how to do that or something. I, I, and then he I drew. Could, yeah, so, yeah. Put them in the order. Yeah, you would get them so that you got that one first. That's good. Uh, yeah, cool. It starts with Plan B. <clears throat> I won't. I'm not going to go into it because it's one of these stories where but this is really nice. Yeah, it's really nice. The clouds. Right. As what? How's he done that? I would assume it'd be online, but he does a lot of stuff. Yeah, there's odd stuff going on now. Interesting. I like his style. Yeah. John has a un- John Tucker has a unique style that suits him, and you know it's his yeah. when he does it. 
I love when people have got an actual unique style these days and it doesn't look like something else, you know what I mean? Mm. Um, it's that kind of weird, sort of scratchy, cartoony thing going on the go. Uh, I think he's kind of perfected it here as well. It just looks great. But yeah, you're right, the colouring and everything is amazing in it. Mm -hmm. Look at that. It's, he's clearly looking at a window, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's good. It's nice. There's a bit with some fireworks and everything as well, like fireworks going off and the glow on their faces and everything, mm. glow against the building, all that kind of stuff. Um, I don't want to go into it too much because no, I really want to spoil yeah. the story of it. Yeah. But there's a plan. Plan B is something involving a funeral and some ashes. Right. And plan A involves a prison break. Mm -hmm. That's all I'll say on it. Okay. Uh, but it's one way up for one story and one way up for mm. the other. Which is a, a nice sort of selling point for the book as well. Mm. Like, look at it this way, look at it that way kind of thing when he's sitting at the table. I don't know how he'll do it when he's out there, but um, I still think he's one of the best creators going at the minute. Good. He's a, ugh, He was a fast favourite after I got that, but he was a fast favourite after I heard him speaking about comics as well. He's just so very earnest, straight to the point. Awesome pod. He was an awesome yeah, he was, check yeah. that. I'll, I'll listen out for that. Yeah, it's a good one. That was the one when he, he went on and he put his bundle up at like 500 quid or something mm. and then it was the discount code to get down to a tenner. Right, yeah. <laughs> if you listen to the podcast. Right. Um, but yeah, really excellent, excellent colour that really sets the mood as well. And because he's doing it all himself as well, mm. it's even more That's impressive. Good. That's good. Um, but it is one of those you don't really want to say too much but it is his signature humour cool there's a lot of heart to it as well but it's his sort of uh, humour but yeah it's very refreshing to see somebody doing sort of interesting one and done stories almost yeah. almost kind of expertly as well uh, but yeah he's got a very sort of simple signature style but it's also Quite intricate in places as well. So, yeah, I would... Uh, did he email this to you? Yes, he did, so I will send it to you. Yeah, do that. I'll read this. It's really good. Cool. I'm looking forward to uh, having it in my the, hand. The moon yeah. The cloud is nice. Color. Yeah, plan A. There's nice fireworks as well in, yes. in between. Plan A is that. Oh. So if you see plan A is in the exact same place as the moon and oh, yeah. and the bushes are in the same place as the clouds. Mm -hmm. So there you go. Yeah, it's really good. There you go. Looks good. It's nice. Right. Well, I shall see you guys next time. To send us any comments or questions or just to say hello, you can reach us by email at thatcomicsmell at gmail.com. We're also available on Instagram and Twitter at thatcomicsmell. Share the podcast with your friends and followers. We're available on YouTube, SoundCloud and iTunes. And don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. Thanks for listening. Our music is by Chart Smasher. 
aka John Adam. You can find John on Twitter at Joe Needham and you can buy the track Dial Up on Bandcamp. 